Welcome to the Wise of Texas podcast. Wise of Texas is a nonpartisan nonprofit empowering and educating Texas South Asians to be informed voters and partake in civic engagement. You can visit our website, wiseuptx.org, and find us on all social media platforms. This is Poonam Kaji, Wise Up Texas board member and today's host. I want to remind all of you that there are municipal elections on May 1 in Texas. That means that you need to get your friends and family ready to go study your ballots and vote on mayors, city council, school boards. And these, these are really, really important elections. So please pay attention and get ready to go vote. We have an interview today with one of the folks that is running for election and will be on the ballot in May or May 1 if you are in the city of Arlington. So I am very happy to introduce Diana Saleh. She is a first-generation American Palestinian woman, a proud Muslim, and she is running to be on the city council in Arlington. I'm going to turn it over to Diana to introduce herself a little bit more and tell us about the city of Arlington for the folks that don't know um, and are in other parts of Texas. Tell us a little bit about you and the city you're running to represent. First and foremost, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you today and of course to engage with all of your amazing listeners. I think it's so important for our communities to get out and get Um, civically engaged and use our voices through our votes. Um, So I'm just thrilled to be here. To give you a brief introduction about me, I am, as you so eloquently stated, proud first-generation Palestinian-American Muslim running for as a first-time candidate in the city of Arlington. I'm running for the District 3 seat, which is currently open because our city councilman Marvin Sutton is running for mayor. So it's been an amazing opportunity um, for for myself to just kind of look at ways where I can provide greater value to the community, really advocate for the voices of those that often go unheard and really focus on ways that we can make Arlington more equitable for everyone that calls Arlington home. Uh, If you're wondering exactly where Arlington is located, it has an amazing central location nestled in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, It's home to almost 400,000 people, so it is by no means a small city, and we've just been uh, experiencing amazing growth year over year. Um, District 3, particularly, is one of the more diverse pockets of Arlington. It's home to several communities of color, um, notably a very large Vietnamese community that's been um, such an incredible part of our our neighborhoods. And so I'm just, again, thrilled for the opportunity to be a voice for the community to continue to advocate on the behalf of all of the residents of District 3. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love that you touched on the diversity of Arlington. I think, you know, a lot of people would think of the big cities in Texas as Dallas, Houston, Austin, and kind of think of those of the are the cities where there's a lot of diversity. But Arlington is one, really, really big. Um, two, very diverse. And I noticed um, that your website, in fact, has your issue section translated in Spanish as well. Um, and I know that based on your own candidacy as a minority woman, um, diversity is important to you. So do you mind just touching on that a little bit? What does it mean to be running as a person with um, 
minority background and, and just a maybe a walk of life that's different from other folks? Absolutely. So again, it's been such an important piece of um, of our campaign and everything that I personally feel so passionately passionately about is to include everyone's voice. Uh, the diversity of its people is one of our greatest assets, not only just from a community perspective and how the community really stands up for each other and uplifts each other at different opportunities, but also as we continue to engage with a city that's rapidly growing and taking into consideration with that growth comes unique challenges, of course. But as we continue to solve for some of those challenges and, and perhaps even proactively approach them, what that means to have a more inclusive environment. And so um, there's, of course, a very large Spanish speaking population within Arlington. So that was very important to, to myself and, of course, everyone that's um, been working on our campaign thus far is to make sure that when we say we want things to be more equitable, we mean that in every aspect. And so in addition to Spanish translation, we're working on getting other languages as well. You know, for, for me particularly, it's important to make sure that, you know, the Arab speaking community um, has an opportunity to engage um, Vietnamese or Southeast Asian communities. So if you know anyone out there that likes to translate and can give us an accurate translation, please by all means reach out because it's important, I think, the biggest barrier to uh, folks participating in local elections or even statewide or national elections is sometimes the feeling that you don't know enough or maybe it's difficult to find the information you need, especially if English perhaps is not your first language, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So we want to make sure that these resources are accessible to everyone because again, everyone's voice matters and everyone should feel like they have an opportunity to participate within their community. On a local level, we know that progress happens locally. We are often uh, much more quickly impacted by decisions that are made at the local level than we would be at the state level or even nationally. So when we take into consideration, because I often get the question of why city council, it's because I firmly believe that the decisions that get made there are the ones that impact our day-to-day -day lives and for all of us to have the opportunity to thrive and flourish in a city that has great resources, but perhaps are not, um, you know, for, for individuals that live here, maybe are not aware that these resources exist or where to find them. It's just, you know, eliminating some of those barriers and accessibility, whether that's via, uh, you know, translation or the language barriers that may exist or any other, we're trying to tackle them one by one, but certainly language is, is one of the, the top priorities to make sure that we have ample resources for, for different communities. Absolutely. You know, um, Wise of Texas is passionate about that as well. And although we're a social media platform and probably most of our followers on Instagram are proficient in English, we've made graphics in 11 different South Asian languages explaining how to register to vote. Um, and, you know, every, there's so many languages, first of all. Um, so that's kind of the hurdle number one, right? Hindi, Urdu, Tamil, Gujarati, Punjabi, like the, the list is pretty long of just the languages we decided to cover for our South Asian voters and, and listeners. But you're absolutely right that in Texas, we have just so much diversity and um, so many communities that could benefit from language access. Um, I do just want to remind people that when it comes to voter registration and 
when you go to vote, if you need help in terms of translation, you are allowed to have somebody with you to help translate. And um, voter registration cards are available in English, Spanish, and Vietnamese. Um, so those resources are out there. I think a lot of times um, certain communities count themselves out because they don't see their language and they're not sure if they can participate fully. So I love that that's a focus of your campaign. Um, I You touched on it in this last uh, answer talking about city council and its importance and how it actually influences day-to-day -day life. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what city council does and what you would do for district three if you were to be in the seat? Absolutely. So the city council actually touches so many different parts of our day-to-day -day life, whether that's trash pickup, our infrastructure, and by infrastructure, I mean the, the, um, our roads, um, traffic patterns, speed limits, all of those different things that um, maybe are we sometimes tend to overlook, but are so critical to each and every community, in addition to some of the bigger topics like the city's budget and how resources are being allocated and what we are doing with taxpayer dollars. And so all of those different, you know, um, aspects of important decision-making, policy-making, um, what grants are given, what, um, whether or not, you know, property taxes stay the same or they get lower or um, sales tax. I mean, there's so many different facets of our life that the city council actually touches. Um, and so um, in terms of what I hope to bring to District 3, what, first and foremost is a fierce advocate um, in terms of equity. So because District 3 is a, um, it's on the southeast side of Arlington. You know, myself and many other residents as well have often felt like it's overlooked from the conversation. And it's not to point fingers or say, you know, anything was done intentionally, but it's, that's how it tends to be. It's just the south side of, of any um, area tends to not have that opportunity. So, um, just in looking again, Arlington is brimming with possibility. And so the idea that, you know, we live, so it's also called the American dream city. And as someone that, you know, I, I shared earlier, I'm from an immigrant family that's really sacrificed so much so that I could have the life that I do today. And in thinking of that, like what that means to live, you know, to be the American dream, uh, live in the American dream city and just to want to extend that to everyone that calls Arlington home and specifically the people that live in district three that would hopefully elect me to be their next council person. In terms of what I hope to bring, I have always uh, found myself to be a great collaborator. Um, I think it's an important skill. You know, you could have all of the accolades in the world and um, speak to so many different accomplishments, but if you're not someone that people want to work with or you're not someone that's ready to listen to people or roll up your sleeves and get, you know, do the, the less glamorous things like um, community trash pickups or, or things like that that are just such an important part of the, the process um, and just being within the community. If you're not someone that people can rely on or trust, I mean, then 
you're likely not the best candidate, right? So I'm hoping to bring that in addition to a fresh perspective as a, you know, I'm 32 years old. I'm a young professional. I think the city has had a lot of emphasis on wanting to attract young professionals, both to live and to raise their future families here. And I found myself to be a, a bridge. Um, we've been really fortunate to have support in our campaign from all age groups, all backgrounds, um, you know, ethnic backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds, professions, you name it. And it's all happened organically because we take the time to listen to the needs of the community and work on cohesive solutions to meet those. Well, you mentioned folks getting involved in your campaign and helping out. I would love for you to give our listeners the information they need if they want to learn more um, learn how to get involved in your campaign or how um, to learn more about your campaign. So can you share that information for our listeners? Absolutely. So you uh, can go to Diana for F-O-R Arlington.com. Our website has several resources, both in terms of getting folks, um, you know, the, the voter registration resources. If you have been impacted by the most recent storm, there are resources there, including uh, COVID vaccine resources in terms of registration. So there's a ton of resources that are also not just campaign related. Um, and you can find us on all the social media channels, Diana for Arlington as well. Um, there are opportunities if you'd like to, to participate. We would absolutely love to have as many folks on board as possible because it takes it takes an incredible effort to get the vote out, whether that's through phone banking, text banking, knocking on doors, even the knocking on doors part, we've managed to do it safely, you know, abiding by COVID guidelines, we're masked, hand sanitizer, speaking to folks from a distance. Um, but if you don't feel comfortable doing that, that's okay as well. You know, there's opportunities to phone bank and text bank with us. And most importantly, um, in addition to getting out the vote, what I'm really, really, really passionate about is making sure that others uh, that are interested in getting civically engaged um, or would like to run for office one day, if you have a, a desire to do so, please don't hesitate to reach out. I've you know, I'm a first time candidate, but I can tell you it's been such a journey and I've been keeping track of all my notes so that I hope that if it helps one other person one day um, get to get to where they'd like to be or um, engage in their community in the way that they would like, I am more than happy to help. Uh, I think it takes, you know, again, an incredible effort. And as long as we can uplift each other and help us get there, we'll see more representation in our communities. I would love to see more Southeast representation at every level of elected office in addition to, you know, Arab or Middle Eastern representation and, and Hispanic representation. There's so many great communities, so many great individuals that should be in these positions. And there are barriers to doing so, but I think Together, if we pull our resources together and our energy, I think we can we can make it happen and we can bring about the change that our communities so desperately need. Well, thank you. That's um, very kind and collaborative. And I hope that our listeners do take some time to um, look at the websites and review the candidates for city council and also consider getting involved in a campaign or learning more about what that process looks like. That concludes our interview for today. As a reminder, go ahead and mark your calendar with May 1 and get ready to vote in municipal elections. Wise Up Texas is a nonpartisan and nonprofit organization, but we welcome interviews with candidates and political leaders who want to reach out to our South Asian followers. Wise Up Texas does not endorse any candidates or political party. 
You can find a recording of this podcast on most platforms where podcasts are available and select episodes will air on Radio Azad. Thanks for listening. Get educated, get wiser and start giving a hoot with Wise Up Tech.